0: Liam, hey, mate. welcome! Thank to you, man. Mate. Cave podcast. Long time coming. Eh? Yes, well yes. Excited. Long time coming, and I'm uh, grateful we're finally here. Yeah, man. Like, cannot wait to just spread the word that being vulnerable is okay. <laughs> being, <laughs> being, you know, in a state of feelings and sharing them is okay. Yeah, man. Like, you're allowed. Yeah, you're yeah. human. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean It's a massive right.
1: thing For us to be able to do that I think when you get To that place mm. Where you realise um, It's alright mm. to, 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 As long as you're Picking yourself up At the same time And you're not just like Continually purging Sadness and difficulty yeah. And frustration You're sort of Doing something about it Like mm. There's a welcome space For it You know what I mean
0: Definitely And it's um, A space that I think Needs to be More available To To men that's Especially what this in the is, UK, it. yeah, um, it definitely is. You know, it definitely is. But it's just a shame that there are so many places that don't have that mm-hmm. and don't have those communities to for for men to open up.
1: It's been incremental for me, like yeah. for, from my. If you recall my first ever yeah, man yeah. cave?
0: Let's revisit. Yeah, no,
1: no but, you know, I walked through the door and I came because I needed it. Yeah. I was fucked. I was heartbroken. I was lost I was depressed i had no concept of who i was mm. no understanding of how my emotions were functioning and you know like i've done a lot of work on myself over the years like 9 years in and out of recovery yeah um you know um and you gain a lot of experience from that world but at times you forget yourself and you allow the emotions to get right on top of you mm. and you lose who you are in this pain and this depression and this sadness. Um, and then all of a sudden something will change. Like what, what was the big change for me was the man cave and going to, to Switzerland and, and sitting with a medicine again. Mm. And I can draw a line in the sand. And I think you and you know a few of the other people in the group know yeah. You know, the difficulties I've experienced in the last 3 or 4 months. Yeah. And the capacity that I've found to work through that because of the man cave and other things and my my network and you can't put a I can't you can't even I can't put a price on it. You can't put anything on it. Like yeah. it's changed my life.
0: Massive. Well, that's amazing to hear. Like um it is so good to see how the man cave is affecting all of our members, mm. you know, um, obviously we knew each other before. We're very, very close, you know, um, we talk pretty much every day. <laughs> um, and Mostly on the toilet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you had
0: to put that one in the idiot. <laughs> um, yeah. But to see, you know, us as a community grow and to hear people share the, for them coming here in some cases have saved their life like that's, that is that's massive. overwhelming to massive. to know that it all it all it took was a safe place and we've effectively saved someone's life that, that's crazy what what i've noticed is is
1: that conversation always starts with i saw a post on social media yeah i saw a post and i was ready to go or i was this mm. or I was that and it was like
0: Oh, that one story. And I know you know which one I'm on about. And it was like the whole room stopped and we're like... I remember you looked at me and you were like... Uh, I just couldn't believe, you know, to see a man that vulnerable, to see him crying and to see him say to us, that was the day I'd planned to take my own life. And I saw the walk and talk and he came on his own. He just turned up to Willen Lake Mm. and introduced himself... And it's come every single week since. And it's like, when he said that that was the thing that saved my life, uh, to this day, that was the most powerful meeting I've ever been in, to see how vulnerable and brave Mm. that guy was and to see him now smile and have found a network of people who support him. And... I've got. I'm actually like lost for words at uh, the power to witness. Witness that
1: it is. It is one of them um, sensations that you get when you <clears throat> you underestimate the power of what's actually happening because you're there every week. Mm. And whether you're in or out of the meeting, on a walk or in the meeting or the, the sit down outdoor one that we've done, yep. you underestimate the strength of that for some of the people in the group. Mm. And when we sit and, you know, <clears throat> we all open up. We're all very vulnerable in those meetings. But for someone or a couple, it's massive. Yeah. And 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 being privy to that and witnessing it, such a privilege sometimes. Yeah. When you watch someone genuinely break down. And I think the important thing to mention that I've experienced in the man cave is it's like People that have come on their first meeting and they see you see three or four meetings later some a completely different fella turn up. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm, this yeah. shift because we're not just sitting- I'll get a name. Yeah. Five, six, few, yeah. seven, you know, like there's not a few of us that are coming in and just sitting there. It's not about a whing every week. We're sharing what's actually going on for us mm. and then hearing other people's stories and the actions that everyone's taking. And then when you come back in the next week, you tend to be lifted up by, we've managed to conquer this. We've gone over that. You know, I've changed this. The wins. Yeah, and we're celebrating yeah. those wins. Yeah. And, you know, you see people that did come in and start whinging and that are no longer whinging anymore and owning their shit. Mm. You're like, Man Cave's taken a form that we weren't, well, you, you know, none of us expected it to take. No. no, Just to save space initially. But now it's, you know, yeah, real there are growth. a lot more
0: men walking through that door And they're prepared. They are now prepared because it doesn't matter what's happened to you. It might not be your fault. And a lot of the time it isn't your fault. Um, They're now prepared to fix the pain that others have caused them. But they're also prepared to fix the parts of themselves that have caused others pain. And that takes bravery to turn around and say, do you know what? These parts of me are not welcome in the, the future version of myself. Yeah. And I've had to do it. I've had to do it. You know, I've had to own a lot of stuff yeah. and hold my hands up to the way that I treated people and to the way that I, especially my addiction, you know, caused a lot of trauma to those around me. And um, that's, that's a difficult thing to face when you're well obviously you're in recovery too you know it's um to have to look at that and look at that version of you and say I've got to own that and I've got to do something about it and go to war with you I call it going to war with yourself like um but a lot of men are prepared to and that's that's a beautiful thing to witness as well because we're all we're all human we're not perfect we all make mistakes yeah and um I think the biggest thing about having these mental health challenges that we go through and and each and every different one of us is going through something different. uh, Or if we're going through something the same, like depression, anxiety, you know, and I do that because it's, that's the title, but how we then behave and react to that mental health challenge is all going to be different. How it affects us is going to be different. How we see it is going to be different. Um, But we're all prepared whilst going through it to look at our part. And that's the biggest thing for me is to, is to look at myself and go, do you know what? I was wrong. I was wrong. I did treat you bad and I'm going to try and do better.
1: I think the vulnerability in the group is is, is assessing those things in a live environment,
0: mm.
1: opening up about them, reflecting on where you are wrong, maybe where others have harmed you. Mm. But the practical solution only ever comes from accepting what was, Assessing what is Mm. and then adjusting what will be. Nice. And if you adjust the what will be accordingly over time, you're definitely going to see changes. And the fact that we're self-reviewing on a weekly basis or a daily basis, we're continually doing it over and over again, we're going to get to a place in ourselves where improvements are incremental, those little tiny shifts that move us in the direction we want to go Mm. can only take us to where we want to be. Yes, just great places. And, you know, we see people doing that in a live environment and and, and let's say the more seasoned or the more experienced in self-development that are in the group, we're casting out our opinions on ourselves and Mm. showing people how to move themselves forward because... You have to have the people leading from the front, I'm not suggesting that we're any better or anybody's got any more, but having the, some experience in that world, yeah. going in and out of recovery for nine years, you learn a lot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And passing that information on to somebody that's never been to a meeting for anything ever and there's no real understanding of mental health or... Well,
0: that's how we learn. We learn exactly. by listening to others and identifying with what their experiences were and what they went through and you do identify. Of course. And you, um, you you hear about it. They give you suggestions and it's up to you whether you try those suggestions and if those suggestions work for you, you keep them. And if they don't, you look for something else. Um, and, and, you know, that's, that's an individual's way of, of dealing with certain things. Mm. But um, obviously this episode, I wanted to really talk about depression and you just mentioned that when you came to the man cave yeah you were feeling you know really depressed so what does depression look like to you uh yeah it changes over the years because like when you're when you're young you're still
1: relatively unaware of what emotions are mm. unless you're lucky uh, and you and you don't really understand the barometer of emotions you know happy sad out with the lads you know what i mean pissed off you've got those in your locker mm. and you know the barometers sort of all over the place and picking on any one of them but you'll notice that you'll get yourself into a pickle if, as an addict chances are a lot of those pickles come from <laughs> terrible actions yep. irresponsible behavior um and depression is sort of what led on from that for me where i just couldn't figure out a way to get out of it um but as i got older and the the depression got Worse and worse because it was like I had no idea who I was. Like, you know, when you start out drinking and partying and that, when you're in your early 20s, no one really cares what you're doing because mm. everybody else is doing it. But Then you start having kids and you get into your
0: 30s. Yeah.
1: Oh, come on, you need to have your shit together. Mm. And for me, I was 31, 30. 22nd of May 2019 was when I got my longest term of sobriety. Um, I don't really count my sobriety anymore, just due to the fact that I sit with the medicine and a couple okay. of other situations that have sort of arisen. Um, and in the term of understanding myself and what depression actually is, for me, it's like the furthest I get away from my authentic self and who I am, and I have no real understanding on how I get back to that. That's more depression. Okay. So when I'm depressed, I don't know it's happened, but I don't. I'm not being. You don't listening. know when you are. I know. Or I, I you- know. I know when I am. Right. But I can't quite recognise when I am, and it takes some some in my mind when I start to lift myself out of it and I start to behave like I used to behave I'm like oh this is me mm. and I'm, when I'm not being me or allowed to be me
0: yeah.
1: or I don't feel welcomed as me then mm. you know and that's external environment stuff mm. like which is where like boundaries are so important now like I know how to protect my energy I know who I am and I know what I'm about and I know why I'm the way I am so if there's any negative qualities in me I'll work on them yeah and for the largest part those negative qualities don't exhibit themselves too often because I've done such a amount of work but what what I will say is the um the capacity to put a boundary in not because you're trying to keep everyone at arm's length or whatever else it's no 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 like I, I just know what I'll tolerate now and what I won't and if anybody can't tolerate me as this as long as I'm confident, my intention is I'm not being a prick, I'm not being an asshole, I'm not being rude, I'm not being horrible, I'm not doing anything stupid, then I know that my intent is pure, so my is fine. So if you don't like me, that's sweet. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, and that's my idea. Trying to
0: figure out <clears throat> whilst you're saying that, how it is that you then attach that to your depression or use it effectively to eliminate your depression from actually taking place? Yeah, yeah. So
1: (sighs) it's like a defence mechanism now. So an unconscious response to difficulty is depression for me. So an unconscious response, so my body and my mind's response to really complex situations Mm. is depression. Okay. Yeah, I can't do this. I've had enough. I don't want to be here anymore. And it's like this underwhelming overpowering flavor to everything for months on end mm. you know my incap my, my capacity to connect with another human is just remarkably lower big one for me yeah my, yeah, my capacity big. to connect with my kids is remarkably lower mm. my capacity to be honest
0: so i'm just like oh
1: and then i'll just sit there and order takeaways and eat and just watch tv and just yeah. distract myself and
0: very similar for me if someone wants to ask me what depression is, it's the world goes grey. Mm. Everything goes grey. Um, I don't see the beauty in things. Mm. I don't see, you know, the blue sky. I don't feel the, the sunshine, and everything is just grey. Like it, like now we're in kind of summer. Um, <laughs> it would, it would feel like winter. You know, the, those mornings where it's cold. You don't want to get up, and all the rest of it. Like everything is just grey and. Similar, I, I struggle to connect Yeah, I push people away Well, you all know Because remember my last one Only probably about a month ago I just came out on my most recent Kind of depressive episode And you were like, come on Let's, let's meet up, let's do this, let's get a kit." I was just like, no It's curtains closed On the sofa, eating dominoes <laughs> You know, and shutting the world out But I've learned that I'm only able to do that For a maximum of two days and on the third day, if I don't want this to get worse, I have to get disciplined. And that's the dip- most difficult thing because all I want to do is shut everyone out. It's very difficult, like I say, connecting with your children as well because when I am depressed, and this is how I know when I'm depressed because I have to armour up. Yeah, It's not the same as masking up for me. Masking up is pretending you know, that you're someone else I'm and right, yeah. to impress other people, be included, feeling like to fit in. Um, which is a lot of what we did in our addiction, right? Yeah. You know, we found that community of people that used and we would jump in and, and want to be like them and whatever. But, um, yeah, in terms of armoring up, it's having to to put that on in order to survive for my children and for other people around me. And that's that's just so difficult. It's really, really difficult. Um but I'm so glad that over the, you know, because I probably get, I'm hoping that this is going to start reducing and I feel like it has in, in my second year of recovery. Yeah. Um, you know, you get used to not reaching for certain things in order to 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 kind of mask that pain or, or numb yourself. Yeah. Um, which a big one for me was feeling depressed. I would use to, to get away from feeling so low. Mm. Um, and for me, it's a case of... Um, I get it about four times a year. I get really, really, really depressed. And normally it takes me six weeks to climb out of it, six to eight weeks to climb out of it. Right. But I know that pattern and I know those behaviours, you know. Like one thing, using a manual toothbrush instead of an electric toothbrush. Like, I can't be asked using a better toothbrush, I'll just use a manual like, but, but it's the little things like that. Or, you know, stepping away from, a, you know, eating a relatively healthy diet and training to quit in the gym and just take away, take away, take away, yeah. napping during the day. You know, all of these little signs I'm now aware of that, that something might be going on for you here. And, um, yeah, you, you're allowed two days on the sofa. but I, I wanted- Because that, for me, is my healing. that You know, because a lot of people say... In terms of being depressed, like the worst thing you could do is, you know, get off the sofa, get down to the gym, do your cold water, do all this. No, I need those two days to myself.
1: That's exactly what I was going to say to you. When you said that, it's like we don't grant ourselves the permission no. to have those days, right? Have the days, but then the discipline comes. Mm. Now, if we can treat ourselves with discipline after, a sh- like, like, let's have two days, I'm going to be a complete snob. I'm going to slob. I'm going to cover myself in crumbs. I'm going to watch as much Netflix as TV as I want. Yeah. I'm going to feel as shit as I want. I ain't going to shower. I ain't going to brush my teeth. I'm just going to watch yeah. TV, right? Once you've had that purge, that, like, oh, sometimes you just need to get it off mm. your chest. Like, I just need to sit here for a bit. I open the curtains up. Get your shoes off. Get out in the garden. Get yourself back connected to the earth. And then for me, it's like, right, like this morning. um, Like, you know, in my share on Monday, I went up a mountain last week, had a really amazing time. And then I came back and it was like, there's so much stuff I've got to fix in my life at the moment. It's really complex, really testing. um, And I've maintained quite a lot of strength throughout of it. I had a couple of moments where I was like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Which is a g- default network in my brain for how it responds to things at times. Which is like I can't do this anymore. Mm. Like log out, we're done. You know what I mean? Turn the wheel, that's it, we're out. Um, but I shared about it on Monday, and then I had a couple more days of like teetering on the edge. And then this morning, I was out of bed at four. I was ready to go. Let's go. Let's do it. I don't know. I got out of bed at four. You would
0: never see me up at four o'clock in the morning, ever. <laughs> <laughs> ever. <laughs> but
1: for me, it was like I got up, I've yeah. walked three miles to the gym, so six and a bit K, trained, walked back, mm. got home on my breakfast. It was eight o'clock in the morning, sat on my laptop. Out. Mm. Eight o'clock in the morning, I'm done, ready to go. Mm. My brain is set. And I listen to a five-hour podcast Um which is
0: a relatively new one. Andrew Tate, I know you're going to say he that. Was, I started he, watching it last night. He's
1: so good. Like, there's a really controversial view on the man, yeah. but,
0: you know, for the large part, what he says about how-, how are in the bit where he said, if depression was real, I would have been depressed in prison. But he's, but, he,
1: he's developed an, an understanding in his, own, in his own personal view, because yeah. depression is relative to the individual. It's, it's a name for a feeling surrounding um, emotions that you're feeling.
0: In in any, I think that could be argued. You're of course, right. you can. It
1: has to have a. It has to have a label, right? No a label. We're, look, we're
0: looking at clinical depression, right? Like that's medical. Surely, that's, mm. a, that's a medical or. A yeah, it's a medical. It's, it's a medical
1: label, like a cold. It has. It's, it's, it's a series of symptoms that has a name okay yeah? yeah so depression series of symptoms yep. that has a name yep. that's all it is yep. and his idea is different that like it doesn't exist to me so it doesn't happen so it's like he may get the symptoms of a cold but he may say the cold doesn't exist do you know what i mean yeah that's just a mindset for him so i don't i don't think what he's saying is like no depression is fake but then again no, with, with his
0: that. audience with his audience and the amount of people because I, I quite <laughs> like him like i, quite like I him. really like um, him Elements of him Or elements of what he says And what he stands up for What he believes in I think considering depression is real Of course it is Um, He should help a lot more people In getting those You know those men and his followers To understand that a bit more Because to To say to someone who's depressed To be listening to someone Because let's not you know beat around the bush He's done well Yeah. In terms of everything, money and and whatnot, how he made it, God knows, whatever. That's, you know, not why we're here. People look up to him, is basically what I'm trying to say. And for someone that someone looks up to, you have a responsibility in my eyes. And, you know, 12 men a day are not killing themselves when depression doesn't exist it fucking exists.: I think I think his,
1: his argument around it is quite interesting really. I'm, I'm, like I try to not polarize myself to it to anything like being true or false these days I just try and listen to what, what's being said and sort of take on a, a view of it and I think what he's saying is like a lot of men our direction have uh, we struggle with our direction like I, I, I identify with that load. I didn't really know what the fuck I was doing. You know what I mean? I was drinking, drugs, partying, chasing girls. You know what I mean? It's like, really, you get to an age where you're like, what am I doing? Mm. Who am I? And when, when you begin to find that direction, for me, like whilst I completely agree depression is 100% real, yep. his, his, I think his argument is depression wasn't real. To the degree that it is now, based on the way the world has turned, and depression is now so rife in the in the world, like if you remember, depression and anxiety has only really been spoken about like openly the last five ten years. It's only become like a, a a a like a tag word or something that is relevant.
0: I think now a tag co- word is people using it. Yeah. To. Try and describe how they feel, yeah. and you know, I think the way that the world is today, the pressure on men wow. to be a certain thing, to be a certain someone, especially now with social media, and all you see online is people like Andrew Tate rolling around in Bugatti's and Lambos, and this and that yeah. and the other. There is a pressure for young men to become that, and if mm. you aren't that, you know, there's something. You're not a baller. You're not attractive. You're not X, Y, and Z. And so um, that's why I feel like someone of his, of his nature who can you know, fly privately and he's got a Bugatti and he's, got, he's a multi-millionaire, uh, should turn around and be like, lads, it's okay to feel like that. But he doesn't. And that's the only thing I don't really agree yeah. or like about him because, you know, you see it in, in the man cave. You see so many different walks of life. So many people with such different pasts. And for them to turn around Because whenever I'm depressed Like I, I never hide from it mm. How you doing mate? I'm mate, I'm low I'm struggling mate Yeah You know you like straight away I'm just I'm, I'm feeling pretty fucked up right now And I, You know I know what it is I know what I've got to do about it And I know how to get myself out of it But you know right now I'm feeling pretty shit What's wrong in saying that? I'm a human being at the end of the day Who's dealing with a lot in my life right now
1: That's a really clever thing to do
0: Yeah I believe it is Yeah It goes back to kind of owning your stuff Yeah But when did it become not okay to own how you feel? (laughs) Fuck That that blows blows my mind I think it's scary. But we all did it. I used to do it. Hey, doing
1: mate. I'm, I'm sweet. I'm, I'm sweet, good. Mate. Absolutely yeah, yeah. fine. Yeah. Start trying to list the things that you think you're really good. in yeah, You're like, oh I yeah, where well,
0: it's going. Okay. Yeah, I fell into that. that trap. I thought people would think I'm weak. People would think I'm, I'm not good enough. You know. And it's, it's trying to teach men that that's all right. I can't. I'm actually really looking forward to doing a podcast when I'm in the middle of a depression, a, a depressive episode. You know. I think it's um, <clears throat> to show people. That it is okay to be feeling that way.
1: It's a hundred percent okay to to have these feelings. I think the 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 thing that isn't okay, in my opinion, is to leave them and un, unattended and allow it to continue to play out in your life over and over again. Like the man when came, you say
0: unattended. What do you so, mean by that?
1: Um, so? Like, let's say you're you're experiencing depression over and over and again. The reason the man cake exists is for men to start to begin to seek help or a safe space to explore these feelings yeah. to then shift them or evolve or get better, right? Yeah. That's when feeling those things isn't okay. Like if you're if you're not if you're not if you're not if you're not prepared to do something about them. Um. Like this is where you you have to own your own stuff. It's like I am feeling this which is why the man cave exists. It's like, here's a place come here. Mm. Let's start the work. Mm. Yeah. It's a safe place. Say what you need to say. Let's get it out. Everybody else is here for the same thing. And let's work forward together.
0: You know, I can't believe how much of an impact it's had. It's not bad. just for me, you know, um, for, for those who have come and to witness it, you know, for me, it's had a, a huge impact, like being, having had the idea to start it in the middle of a deep, dark depression, um, Googling online, like I need to, I need to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. But the only reason why I was willing is because I came from that kind of recovery setting where I was used to talking about my drug addiction and about um, using, but it was there a place to go to talk about my depression because if I wasn't a drug addict, but I was depressed, I couldn't walk into the 12-step fellowship meeting and say, I actually don't use drugs as a way to deal with my pain, but I am in pain and I feel low and I'm you know, having some really dark thoughts right now. And to not have that space, I was like, did I want to? No. What did I want to do? I wanted to get on the sofa. I want to hide away. I want to cover <laughs> myself in pizza, double pepperoni, always. Um, and, but I, I knew I needed it. If I couldn't find it, I, knew I needed it for myself because telling people that I'm depressed and telling people that I am low and telling people I'm vulnerable is a way for me to own it and then go. I'm going to get through this. I'm going to be all right. I'm going to. I'm going to get over this. And to to have that ability now. You know, because I've had meetings where I've been down and I've had meetings where I'm feeling up, you know, and I always know that if I'm on an up, don't worry, mate, there's going to be another down, you know, because (laughs) that Instagram reel that I saw and I always share about it, you know, when the guy says, talks to his therapist and says, you know, why are the high so high and the low so low? And the therapist turned around and said, well, you have to look at it like a heart monitor. If you're somewhere in the middle, it means you flatlined. And ever since I heard that, every time I'm low, I know I'm going to get back up. But every time I'm up, I enjoy it. (laughs) But I know that life is going to present a challenge and life is going to throw something my way, which is going to put me down. Mm -hmm. And as long as people with or who suffer from depression or have depressive episodes, you know, they might have it more than I do. They might have it less than I do. But as long as you know that if you are, there is a way out. And if you're up, just, you know, enjoy that high because something along the way, you know, I don't know, it could be (coughs) your parents die. It could be your grandparents die. It could be a number of things that are going to make you feel a certain way that are going to make you struggle. And it's about having those tools in place and seeing people in the man cave actually pick up the tools and start to, Climb up that ladder and get out. It's it's so good to see. I'm
1: I'm 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 incredibly proud to sit there on a Monday mm. and just look around the room and just watch the numbers. You know,
0: seven. Sixty seven. Well, men. someone said it was seventy, but I was like, it's just oh, crazy. Yeah, you know, it's, we lost count. <laughs> it, it, we actually lost count it, of how many. People I tried came. to count,
1: and then I'm sure there was more people that came after. So yeah, we'll go with seventy. <laughs> um, but still <clears throat> Let's say it is 67 Yeah it what, three months? Four months?
0: Four Four months, yeah So in a third of a year Yes yeah, Because
1: of the crazy. beautiful space Because of the, the vulnerability Because of the energy in the room Actively having an impact There's 130 something in the WhatsApp group in there
0: uh, 141 As of today crazy and that whatsapp group wow it's massive it's just so not that it's just so big it's that whenever someone has something that they're going through doesn't matter what time of day it is bam they're like like 10 to 15 people are on it and they are offering their support and they are saying come and meet me for a coffee let's do this and it's we never had that you know not really even in the recovery it's a a different
1: environment for in recovery it was like I have to be here in order to stay sober Mm. got to go sit in this room and it's not talking badly of it but we've all come from that world yeah and it still works for a lot of our members
0: and it's a great world and um, you know if that is what is working for you great carry on because at the end of the day the the mission here is to it doesn't matter whether you come to the man cave or whether you heal a different way The, the mission is to heal and to you know do what we can as a community in order to get those numbers down from from 12 men a day committing suicide this has
1: helped me more than anything it's ever helped me
0: that's amazing to hear man it's being
1: part of the unity Mm. the community the so my immediate network of individuals that I can lean on was all in this group Mitch who I went away with yeah. Last weekend, met in the man cave. Yeah, you know, phone calls with Lloyd. You know, um, Rick. Rick, I spend a lot of time with Rick, um, Rich, um, Jay. You know, I've got, I've got a little network within the network that are my people, right? Mm. And you see little pockets of it everywhere. Um, you know, groups of people going to the cinema and going up for walks, yeah, or going to the gym and going for runs. And yeah, it's like, it's incredible. You know, it's it goes way beyond what you actually think it is, which is just us to sit down and talk. Okay. That's the bit for one hour and a half to two hours on a Monday. Mm. What we're we doing for the rest of the week? Mm. We've got the WhatsApp, you've got your phone calls, you've got your, 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 your social time. You know, you've got your friendships. You know, we spend a lot of time on the phone together.
0: You know, yeah. we... Not on the toilet. Not on the toilet, <laughs> as well as on the toilet. Um, you know, we spend a lot of Please time... Please don't uh, attach the reel or that you made. Oh, I've got a reel. Don't. No, but, it, you know... <laughs> you know, some that of the best... That's getting edited. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, some of the biggest bonds I've got in my life at the moment because of the man cave. Mm. Oh, that's insane.
0: Mm. It is. It's crazy where where we are now and where we're going to go. Um, but really want to talk and kind of dive into your depression again. And okay. what tools do you use? What is it to say something was to happen in your life, you know, and you became depressed? What are your... What are your behaviours that you notice? Similar kind of things to like what I said, but obviously yours going to be different. What are the behaviours that you notice straight away? And how do you get yourself out? What, what's the just bullet points? Bam, bam, bam. What is it that you do? Firstly, just to preface. Yeah. Like
1: I see like your last depressive state that you spoke about two days in, out. Maybe three, four Maximum Because we were on the phone You were like I need a couple of days Yeah And then you were like We had a we had Me and you had a good phone call We met out in, in Costa Or Starbucks We yeah, sat in the yeah. car Yeah And you're like Next day You're like oh, You could feel yourself Already lifting up You were like I'm armoring up This is going on and that was me two- out of
0: it. That was me doing exactly that I Armour mean, not when I had the kids, because I have the kids regularly. It was um, me getting my discipline and it was me having allowed myself those two days. That, that's you didn't, what it you was. D- what I
1: mean is that depressive period didn't last weeks, months. That was, in light of this circumstances, same as me, mm. massively intense circumstances in life at the moment. Yeah. And I think... Because we have the man cave, because we have each other, because we have our processes that we've put in place, depression, as it arises, is treated very quickly mm. and it doesn't become the flavour of all of it. So I had a three or four month period of hell because I wasn't doing any of the stuff required of me to lift myself out of it. it was, Which is? Um, so for me, like a lot of the stuff that come, that I have to do... Firstly, man cave, yep. be all end all every single week. Yep. Um, the main thing for me is like, I have to get up in the morning and go gym. Mm. And like, so I, again, this is unique for everyone and you have to really explore your own stuff. But I've really developed a faith.
0: Yeah, I'm big on
1: that. Yeah. So for me, like I started going to church on Sundays. I, you know, I started- So your faith is- Christianity? No, no. So um, I believe in something bigger than me. The universe, God. Yeah. Fucking whatever you want to call it. What do you call it? God. It's easy, three letters. <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> and go, and I don't associate and- with the uh, like man on a cloud with a beard and a trident and smiting naughty people. Yeah. I believe in a set of ethics that come from thinking that there is a God watching me. Why do you go to church then? Because when they, when, when they do a sermon, when they do a talk and the music, yeah. music really gets old hold of me, as you know, some of the weird hippie posts I put on social
0: media. Yeah. <laughs> um, from the ayahuasca retreats yeah no but
1: like I just have an affinity with understanding that I don't know what the fuck is going on I don't know what what God is I don't I have an understanding of what I think God is and to me God is like direction when I go to church it's me saying to myself I'm willing to go to this place with my kids
0: Mm. you take the kids here? yeah I take
1: my kids because it's nice for them to see me searching myself. And I'll hold Bertie and Lolly will stand next to me holding hands and there's his songs singing. It's like very healing music. It's like, you know, the, the, like the lyrics are like, um, you know, um, like you'd see on memes and and stuff on Instagram, you know, inspirated. the whole song is inspirational, mm. you know. And it's sort of like, well, if there is a God, I would rather try and walk close to him, get to the end and realise he doesn't exist, than not, and then get all the way to the end and then realise, oh, he was there and I've just been a twat the whole time. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I'd rather be, be close to, and the, like, the thing is, is like getting close to God, right, is, is getting close to the behaviour of, of someone that you would see, like that has strength, courage, bravery, um, mm-hmm. compassion, empathy, care, you know all the loving qualities mm. yeah but not not weak strong so i like to work towards those things and i think it's interesting that that you know since my last retreat i've really found my faith way way deeper than i have and and you use that
0: as part of you're my, healing don't you yeah
1: that's all, but I mean my medi- the, the medicine for me you know I've traveled I've traveled out of the country on a number of occasions to sit with the medicine and I'm planning on going to Peru for a few weeks with a really close friend of mine to 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 do more work on myself um and it's been it's been the most healing thing that's that's the, that I've ever done and never worked with would I mean, you
0: say that that has helped with your depression. Oh, fuck me. Really? I, mean, look,
1: I won't make any suggestions to
0: anyone. Um You, well, know, you know, my view on it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, we thing, definitely yeah. have different views on, but on Ayahuasca. I,
1: um, I, I, felt called to it. You know, I, the first time I did it, was it was the anniversary, two years sober. The First time I ever did it. And I was just like, I just knew that there was a path there for me. There was a, there's a way for me to, to work through, uh, anyway, I don't really want to go into it in too much detail because
0: you know, it, it's my path, but but it's also the fact that it's not readily available to you on a daily basis. You know, you have to come up with a set of tools that you can access that get you from point A to point B, and that is, you know your your state of depression. And
1: that that the whole the whole concept of depression to me now is is so 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 um, it's, it's, I view it in a very different way. Because the way my healing has taken place, is like all I needed to do is really, truly, deeply forgive myself for all the shitty, scummy, unloving, uncaring, horrible, selfish, unloving things I've done in the past to other people, mm. but also that I've done to myself. And when I really began to heal was when I was like, you're different. Like you forgive yourself Mm. and granting yourself the permission to change. And cause like, do you know if you see somebody from the past and you used to like have to put the mask on and I'm doing all right. I don't feel the need to do any of that anymore. I'm like, Oh sweet. How are you? How are you? Like,
0: how are you? I'm actually all right. So you don't do that when you're depressed or you do, do that when you're depressed depressed, do you still do that wear that mask or no no no. so
1: what i mean is is the state of depression for me comes up far less frequently considering how the intense environments i've got going on now i'm not ashamed to share it you know so what almost homeless have no fixed abode no no vehicle yeah i don't know what's going on in my life right at this moment i'm working incredibly hard you know
0: i've got Bills and and you're not feeling depressed.
1: I'm not feeling depressed at all. I have looking at it that that's the good that's the, that's the that's most a good. Of, that's a good that's
0: recipe a th- of ingredients to, for someone to be. <laughs> they say pretty certified. Pretty
1: Somebody yeah. lost their job. Let's call it just someone just lost their job. Yeah, I mean, really difficult to deal with. Mm. Yeah, but you know the circumstances. Don't really want to talk about it too much. Yeah, but a lot happened. Yeah you know, a lot of difficulty. Um And then, you know, my vehicle was taken, my income was taken. I'd just come out of my, my, my previous relationship. Yeah. Then where I was staying changed. Then I've had to I live with... Like, like I'm 35.
0: Okay, so tell everyone why you're not currently feeling depressed. What is it that you're doing because every I, single day?
1: Because I... Because I've because I've worked on myself, and I've become, I've come to understand the nature of a depression, and a depression is a for me is is um. Like, please don't get me wrong. I do get those feelings. They come up, mm. but it's the discipline that comes yeah, along it's with massive,
0: it. Massive, isn't it? It's massive.
1: It's like the, the the feelings come up, and you can I can tell you how I feel, but I'm like. This too shall pass.
0: Yeah, big, I love that. Yeah? yeah
1: two this too shall pass, but whose job is it to assist it passing? Am I going to sit in my own shit and, like, fair enough, sometimes you do need to cover yourself in, you know, sweet wrappers and, you know what I mean? Mm. Empty cans of Coke and watch crap TV. The I think fl- it's
0: important because... <laughs> to me, you know, and I'll only ever talk about what works for me. What do you do when you've got tonsillitis? What do you do when you've got the flu? What do you do when you've broken your leg? What do you do when rest. you're physically ill? Rest. You rest. So why is that any different for when you're feeling mentally well, we ill? We
1: don't grant ourselves the permission. And that's one of my problems is that I resist it. I resist it. I don't want to do it.
0: You know, some people might be able to sit on the sofa for a week. The only reason why 48 hours for me it's that's the tipping point. For my depression to become a lot worse And for my discipline to become a lot harder to get And so for other people it might be a week For me it's 48 hours And I know day three I've got to get up But the biggest thing for me with my depression Is the day that I saw it For what it was I welcomed it in I don't I used to look at depression as a negative And as soon as you look at it as a negative Or call it a struggle Or call it a battle You are giving it more power because you're having to actually hide away from the true feelings underneath. And the moment I welcome it in, I see it as a, you know, I make friends with it, basically. I make friends with all of my mental health challenges, my addiction, my ADHD, my depression, my anxiety. Oh, yeah. I make friends with it. Okay, you're here. I understand its symptoms and I allow it. And as soon as you allow it in, it doesn't mean that it's, it's you know, going to go quicker, Um, You know, I've been depressed for for months and months and months and months and months on end. And I've been, you know, very short episodes, you know, but every single time I welcome it in and I know that it's, like you say, it's
1: going to pass. I think depression is a longer term thing because I think like on a short term, a short term bout of low feeling and shit is shit. Mm. Like if you welcome that in... I need a rest. I need to come. Like, you're really good at this. I'll call you up. Bro, my phone's going off. I'm going to go and chill for yeah. 24 hours. I'll catch up with you tomorrow night. Yeah. That, to me, is self-care, self-respect, yeah. boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, which will stop you. Like, and let's say my situation, which is really intense, yours is equally as intense. Mm. Yeah. So you're doing the same thing. Yeah, you're not sitting in a big puddle of depression. You're going, oh, I'm feeling something. I need to go and sit with it. I'm going to go and chill and I'll come back to life. Mm. So whilst you say that you in the past have had really big bouts of depression, I don't think you give yourself enough credit for the fact that actually you're really good at treating it before it becomes a full-term illness because depression isn't going to be a symptom of your entire life for the rest of your life the better you get at this process.
0: I'm yet to find out. I disagree with you right now. Do you? I've been, I've been dealing with this depression for but you've twenty been sober years. Over
1: two years.
0: Not yet. We don't. We don't tick clean time, mate. <laughs> no, but <laughs> you, nearly. We are, coming up September seventeenth. Yeah. Um, so, but, you're, yeah. so you're barely two years. Yeah, I'm hoping that I get better at handling it, but I'm yet, like I say, to. The thing for me right now with my depression is I need to continue creating a life that doesn't offer me ways for my depression to sneak in. Right, right now, there are many, many, many ways for my depression to sneak in, and it is, and it has, and it will. But the, that's the thing—I allow it to, and I welcome it in because I know that I give myself 48 hours rest. If it if it comes and I've got the kids, armor up. But I'm also very open with the kids, and I say, you know, Daddy's feeling low. I'm feeling pretty shit. You know, and they understand. They they're very aware of my, you know, my struggles with, with alcohol and addiction. Um and they'll give me the space and they'll also give me a lot of love, yeah. which it's massive. You can you can tap into and remind yourself of, yeah, I, I might be feeling very low right now and I might be feeling quite depressed, but um I've got love around me and it's I guess Again, it's very difficult to, to talk about depression when you can only talk about your experience with depression because I'm sure there's going to be people listening to this like disagreeing with what we're saying and that's not what depression is for them. Can I um, ask
1: you what your opinion is of depression? What do you think depression is?
0: What do I think depression yeah, is? Yeah, what is,
1: your, what is your, your identification with
0: depression? Depression is having such a low mood that you have no intent you know you feel like there's no purpose there's no reason it's quite nihilistic Mm. you know what's the point you know that's depression when it's on you or on me I don't really see much point and that's what has led to a lot of suicidal thoughts to which you know when you coupled that previously with an addiction led me to attempting to hang myself I was just like, this is fucking pointless. What is the point in me being alive if this is how I feel? I did not want to be around people. I felt like an absolute fraud as a as a as a husband, as a dad. What's the fucking point? <laughs> you know? And it's it's only that I'm now starting to, in my kind of 21 months now of recovery, I'm now seeing that life is worth living. And there is. A way out of this Because like you said The de- the the longer Those depressive episodes They are getting shorter But they're They're a long long way From actually Going And I don't think They'll ever will go Because life presents you So many different challenges But then They feel more intense Sometimes than other times than Huh? They feel more intense Sometimes than other times so yeah, yeah Yeah yeah. The intensity changes Out there So when I When I got the idea To start the man cave I was um, In Dubai with Zach Now being in Dubai you're like, you should not feel depressed. And I'm, me and him are skydiving and I'm in the plane and he looks at me and goes, are you all right? And I'm like, mate, I'm not, I could not hold back the tears and I'm just about to jump out of a plane. And don't get me wrong, falling toward the earth at 120 mile an hour, the depression went. <laughs> <laughs> it did go. Um, but when I, when when we landed and I landed safely, I was like, I said to him, I was like, mate, I am not okay. Yeah. I just found uh, a lump in my groin and... I knew it wasn't normal. And then I was getting tested for lymphoma and I was having to wait a month for the results. And at this point, I was like, this is, you know, I had my, my personal situation going on, which you know about, I won't, won't say, but it's like, it was hard. It was hard. And that was well intense, like seriously intense. My most recent one was less intense, but it was the behaviors from that were still the same. See,
1: i um- um, and my
0: actions to get out of it were still the Of course,
1: yeah. And, and I hope this, this is received in the way that it's, it's meant. But there's some pretty serious stuff in there, mm. yeah, which is a direct correlation to the intensity of the depression. Yeah. Yeah? And I'm not quotationing depression. That's like, that's a really complex set of emotions to deal with at any one time for any human being.
0: And I wasn't used to actually doing the one thing Facing that I knew would help me not feel that, yeah, which is pick up drinking drugs.
1: So whilst I
0: agree that, that, that you're Picked
1: at up five guys and
0: a bag of Kit Kats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 24 of the fuckers. <laughs> yeah. Just foil everywhere. And, and coffee.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah my addiction plays out in a load of other ways, man. But you,
1: you, you, you're, what I'm saying is, is like, like we're getting better At managing our emotions which is then like when we label every negative emotion that is extended over a couple of days a depression depression like if you look at depression on the on the scale of like the the financial world the depression was like years long massive dip in the economy yeah that's a depression what we're getting is like
0: we, we've we've think, experienced
1: really long term bouts of suffering and pain. Mm. Yeah. But because it feels similar, we're actually relating these shorter and shorter and shorter bouts with intensely complex situations. A depression to me sometimes is like if I was feeling depressed, the complexity in my life isn't there. And I'm like just like generally sad for ages. Mm. That, was, that would be what I would class as a depression. Whereas, yeah.
0: Yeah. I get what you're saying. In terms of like, if there was no
1: big problems and I was still feeling like shit. Which is possible. Yeah, you know, 100%. But because I've got direction now, because I have purpose, because I have a group, because I understand myself, because I've got my friends, because I've got my life, like, the one thing that gets me down is like being single at 35 and not really having a someone to share my life with, the ups and the downs. Yeah. You know, that's hard. But, I think when it, when we relate everything to the term depression, it's why that word has become a buzzword is everything's depression. It's Mm. like, well, maybe what we are experiencing is complexity of life, but we're actually getting better at doing that without numbing the pain.
0: But it doesn't help when you go into the GP and you say to them, I don't know how I'm feeling. I feel really low. I feel really lost, really confused. You've got depression and anxiety. There's a load of medication. So Fuck it's me, very difficult when a person who doesn't quite understand to it's it's not helped by the way that the GPs and society has actually dealt with the problem.
1: Well, it's a theoretical knowledge of and like let's say Joe Public is trying to explain their feelings to a doctor who has to see eighty-five patients in that one day, mm. and that that person has then. Like they're basically waiting. Uh, it sounds like you're depressed, so we'll start you on some uh, diazies to start off with, some some light <laughs> benzos. Yeah. yeah, we'll start you off there, and then we'll see where we get to. And you know, inevitably, those people will then like my experience Just putting a plaster over a broken leg. Oh my god! I mean, I got I got diagnosed stage two bipolar. Yeah, I was dep- chronically depressed, but my depression came out of the fact that I had no fucking direction. I was mm. sniffing cocaine every day. Nobody knew I was working. I was fucking exhausted. Had no money. Had no. Do- I like, had nothing. Yeah. I was f- out of shape, unhappy, like I- depressed. I fucking wonder why.
0: Mm. Right? It's it's funny to me now. That- and also the fact that when you then had to try and get yourself well or start yeah. your healing process, just give me a tablet. It's you- all I need. And the fact that then, other than the doctor, I bet you weren't. Telling people that's how you felt. No, I'm all right, mate. Yeah, yeah, no, I got this yeah, going so on. I got that going yeah, on. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You're bullshitting it. What yeah, absolutely. to Everyone ever.
1: Yeah, and, and so you're you you you're hiding behind the truth. The truth is what sets you free, because when you're honest with yourself and others, and you're willing to make the changes, depression can be subsided with action. Can we? Whether we like to give ourselves credit for it or not, are an active embodiment of people that are recovering from previously being depressed mm. to actually facing monstrous difficulty. Like, um, like imagine standing out in like a fucking level five hurricane. And we've 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 done it 15, 20 times before. But previously we've had been anchored down with drinking drugs, and we knew we we're gonna be all right because we had that stuff. Now we're out there trying to battle it the and get stronger. Blanket, right?
0: drink drink, you know what I mean? We're,
1: we're, we're at the moment, what we're doing is we're saying to people, right, if you stand here and you, and you hold yourself like this, you bring a pizza,
0: <laughs> you're going to be all right. You know what I mean? And we, should, but- we should get sponsored by Domino's. I know, yeah. <laughs> no, you're, you're right. You know, and I say it a lot in the man cave, you know, let's we're going to walk into the storm together. Yeah. You know, because um, I spent my whole life running away from it. I am programmed as a drug addict to run simple fuck everything and run run
1: all of it simple
0: problem simple trigger emotion run oh and this it's them it's them he did this
1: yeah. they did that i leant on the fact that i was resentful to my mum and dad for years mm. and then I, I i had this moment where i was like hang on a minute I'm 35 now that's like eight that's nearly 20 years ago yeah, yeah. Like, and you're still letting this bother you
0: now yeah like do you know what that's the thing, you can't, you've got to decide to run into it. Do you know what you have to be able to do? Is you actually be able to to look yourself in the mirror and...
1: Are you telling me that you're going to allow the rest of your life to be flavoured with all of that shit? Mm. Because you can't let it go. Fuck what they did, because you can't let it go.
0: Forgiveness is for you, not for them.
1: Oh, mate. And do you know what? When I started saying to myself, like... Even if, imagine you over-exaggerate some of the stuff. You do this, you do that. Right? Or, or you don't. Maybe you did feel the way that you felt.
0: Maybe life was like that. I'll say how long we got? What we at, boys? Yeah, it's just just past, hours. past an hour. Fucking hell. All right, we need to wrap it up. Yeah, we need to wrap it up.
1: I was in the really, I, I was just spitting the finest bar spat all night. And go on, just, go for it. No, Sorry. it's gone. It's gone now. It's gone, bro. <laughs> anyway. Get back to it. I, I, I'm, um... Where was we? Yeah, the fact that we've... That I believe that me and you have overcome a way more than we give ourselves credit for. And actually, the reason that we sit in these groups and we, we do the work that we do is that... And people look up... At like whether we, whether we ask or like it or not, people do look up to us in a degree. Like, everybody looks up to you and you always tell me people look up to me. Yeah. Okay. Not because we think we're I better than you. Yeah. I, I, I hate don't, it. Yeah, because I I've still got it.
0: this thing of I don't deserve to be looked up to. I, I've got that, you know, I've got like, what me and Lloyd were talking Back about. Like, yeah, you I cannot, know that's my advice to you. you, yeah, don't, you, you can't, don't use your you, advice you to me. You,
1: you can't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: No, I'm struggling with it because I think that... It's imposter syndrome. It, I don't think this is Yes what, and no. Um, it's difficult for me to... I still got quite a lot of um, accepting around the past, accepting about how I behaved in the past, accepting how my addiction, how I behaved in my depressive episodes back then. How I, it's it's a lot that you've got to accept, and until I am at a certain place, I think it's what keep me on this journey if I ever was to become complacent and if I was to ever become I don't know I guess it's room for ego isn't it it's room to become egotistical and I just yeah I've got I've got some work to do there but you're right people do look up to us because of where we've come from to where we are now um you know you're definitely a very big character in in the man cave mate and um so proud of you for obviously what you've done, um, how you handle business um, for what where I know you're going and what I know you will achieve yeah you should be, you should be bloody proud of yourself mate and um
1: that's the hardest thing though is and i 'll finish on on this sort of this point is being able to recognize that you are who you say you are now mm. And not look at yourself as the person you were and, and allow yourself to
0: actually be this. And because while we're doing this, there's that like, oh, oh. But that happens when I'm in, when I'm depressed. Oh, yeah. So when I, like right now, I am proud of who I am. I'm proud of how far I've come. Mm. I'm proud of how, you know, much work I've put in and how much I understand 100%. myself and yeah. the dad I am today. You know, that's, that's the biggest Part of me that I'm proud of Is how I am as a father um, You are fantastic isn't but you? when I'm depressed mate It's that negative Throwing cans of coke out of <laughs> inner, inner critic <laughs> mate That inner critic will absolutely destroy me Based on my past You know yeah. And that's the, the difficult part That unfortunately You have to then learn That when you are depressed To, to detach from negative thoughts Learn how to deal And I'm, I'm getting um, mark on from who's just joined the group. You remember the guy who talks about the script? He's going to come on the podcast and, and do a whole thing about it and, and explain that in a lot more detail because that's, that's a big thing, learning how to detach from that voice in your head that tells you you are shit because that's what keeps you down. Not just your situation, losing job, whatever it is. Mm. It's also how you then treat yourself in that. And that's why I see depression or any mental health challenge as a friend because friends don't treat you bad you might not have that friend that is your your best mate but there are going to be people around you that come into your life and that's how I just see it they come you're in kicking, welcome Just come, in. And swearing, come yeah, stay just... with me for a bit yeah come sit down man. I, I can't yeah. get rid of you and the more I want to get rid of you the more you're going to stay yeah yeah you know what I mean but it's that kicking
1: and screaming and, oh, I don't want to fuck this has happened you're a fucking idiot you, I can't believe you did this yeah, this and yeah. this it's like listen come and sit down, Mm. right? It's done. Mm. Whatever you're going on about, it's done. Mm. So this feeling you're having now is affecting you. Come and sit down. When you're ready to calm down, we'll get up, we'll go and get a pizza. You know what (laughs) I mean? (laughs) Domino's. Right.
0: (laughs) Closing tradition. Favourite quote. Oh. Now I can't, I can't promise that I will do this any justice. (laughs)
1: But there is... Put you on the
0: spot here, are not
1: I? No, no. No, because I watched you do it with Lloyd a few minutes ago and I didn't (laughs)
0: write one down.
1: (laughs) I'm an idiot. Um, My favourite... Well, one of my favourite quotes is something to do with... um, Like, um, the way that that this guy was talking about um, how... um, It's either buffalo or bison or something deal with a storm so cows yep. will just like they'll see a storm coming and they'll just run and like try and run away from it and run and yep. hide from it and like no matter what happens it's come it's coming anyway it's coming fear
0: yeah it's going to it's going to change yeah yeah
1: so the, the bison or the big horned brave <laughs>
0: bear, cow things he, <laughs> he has time to prepare this quote La. laugh and <laughs> <laughs>
1: Right, I'm going to change my quote. This is staying in, bro. Mike, i want to change this my quote. This is all staying in. Oh, yeah, yeah, listen. I was going to share with you this. Rather than waiting for the storm or running away from the storm, the bison charges into the storm, taking the head on and running right through Well, I'm going to Do change my quote to, I have feelings and I brought them with me. <laughs> <laughs> We're Tossers. ending on that and that, all, right. all
0: of that is staying in. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> no, Love, Love,
1: Love
0: you, bro. bro.